going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of the VAR Bar podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most, Andrew. Um, AKA Rapping Drew, and I'm joined again by the All Star cast. How are we doing, guys? Active, all good, good. All good. Very active, man. Yeah. Good. Oi, let's go. Um, in regards to the VAR bar standards, it's a small-ish cast. Um, I'm joined by Money Mitch. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, bro. Man, like Quest is in the building. All good, all good. Shambaz is in the building. Yo, what up, people? Olua Toast is in the building. Bandits active, missing the prem, man. <laughs> YZ is in the building. What's good, everybody? Kenna and getting it in is in the building. <laughs> we're about, we're about. <laughs> and last but not least, Big Charles in the building, man. Local, we're local, we're local. How's lockdown treating you? <sighs> we, we're, 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 we're coping, man. We're coping, bro. We're coping, bro. We need, we need football back ASAP. Oh, yeah. Rocky. I've got a question, though. It's, it's in the UK, the amateur games. Is that, is that locked off as well? Is it just professionals? I nah, believe people so. still playing, I'm sure. People are still playing, bro. Still I, think, playing. I think I think I think professional football is running, but I think yeah. Up to a certain level, I think it's like the same as last time, like tier seven, I think. Uh, we're still playing. Yeah, no, nah, no, because I was asking because in Holland they it's just professionals only, man. Like the amateurs, they all have to say it out, man. It's peak for them. Tight. Yeah, man. Um, but also what's peak um for especially Liverpool fans is that um basically um all of our players are dropping down like flies, man. What's going on, Kenna? Null and void the thing, man. <laughs> Null and void everything. Exp- expeditiously. <laughs> nah. So, yeah, go on. Nah, every game I'm just watching and you're just waiting for that um, that notification of so-and-so's got injured, so-and-so's got injured, man. It's actually tight. So, yeah, so since this international break, it was Robertson. Was it Robertson first? Yeah, and yeah, Kenna yeah. As well. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Salah. Salah, Salah contracted well. COVID after turning up at his brother's wedding. Is that 30 now then, yeah? Because uh, I remember hearing rumours that apparently the Egyptian FA um, yeah. announced that it wasn't... They're shook, man. Something they're along shook. those lines, anyway. I think they're doing another test, and if he tests negative for that, um, he can come back to Merseyside at least. But okay. he is co- currently quarantining in Egypt, so... It doesn't make sense, though, because just to not to move away from the whole Liverpool situation, but even our, like, left-back, you know, tell, uh, Alex Tellers? Yeah. So basically, he contracted COVID. Um, obviously, he, he tested positive. He had to self-isolate. Then he went back to Brazil, um, and he basically tested positive again. But basically, the doctor's saying that that doesn't mean he has it at the moment. It just means that... It's so basically that, blood. Yeah, so it's something along those lines. So now he has to take oh. another test, and if he tests his negative, it's okay. But if he doesn't, so it's just... Like, it doesn't make it's sense, not, and it's like, I can only imagine mad. what... What for you guys, what you guys think about it? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to think, man. To be honest, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking in the, in our next couple of games, even this Christmas run, to be honest, like if we miss Salah for a couple of games, we should, we could be fine. We have cover, quote unquote. Mm. Um, but it's our back four, and obviously including Hendo as well, um, that is now looking a myth. I'm thinking, what is our defense going to be? Obviously, I think centre back is going to be Fabinho and Matip. Is he being even back? No, he should be. Well. No, no, he should be back after. Okay. He should be back for the Leicester game. Milner right back. 
Who are you guys Simicast want this weekend? Left back. We've Leicester got Leicester at home. <laughs> it's tight, man. It's actually tight. Harley doesn't go England, you know. He's I fresh think, and I ready. Think I think he'll be able to pull through, as uh, Andy and Kenneth have said. If, if you don't get any more injuries, innit? you don't. You don't believe that in your heart, in, the, in your heart of hearts, man. No, the thing yeah, is, what train, I think, what man. I think though, I think in these sort of scenarios where I think everyone's defense is big rubbish, it's just your attack, innit? I think the fact he's still got Mane and Jota local, you can still beat a lot of teams by a few good goals, innit? I think it's just a case of yeah, they've just got getting through the games. Yeah, I think that's what the key is for you guys, just getting through the games, isn't it? I know you're going to concede in that, and I think you don't know you will concede. It's just a case of making sure your attack is on point. So I think the Salah miss is actually more important than I think a lot of Liverpool fans, or a lot of my friends that are outside the pod are, are, are making it seem, mm. because he's a t- he's the he's usually the player that will score the two goals against your yeah, Burnies yeah. and your, you know, whilst Mane is the one that comes clutch against the bigger teams, you know. Yeah, fair fair point, man. But yeah, obviously, um, that is all that's all business for this weekend. But obviously, during um, since last week, actually, the international games have come about again. Nation leagues and friendly games. I don't know why, but it is what it is, man. But let's just let's just pick out the England game first, the one against Ireland, where they won three 0 He wants to dissect that. I didn't watch that game. To, I think. Apart from the second, yeah, I, I just watched the second half of that game. Yeah, I, I watched it. Um, <laughs> that's friendly in it, so I'm not gonna go into it in too much detail. Um, but yeah, it was a, a standard game. Ireland are not a very good team, to be honest. If I'm honest, like they made England look probably a lot better than what they actually are. Um, I think the first goal was um, Captain Fantastic Harry Maguire. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Big head. I'm joking now. Let me not even go there. But um, no, nah, yeah, he got um, a decent header. Um, I think it was Winks that crossed it in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, decent one one up. Um, then I think at like 30 minutes, um, Sancho done some good work in the box. Um, he basically got three. But in my, even though it was a good finish, it was quite like a snapshot finish. I, I think it was just really bad defending. They didn't get close to him. And like, you just think of it was a good goal. No, it was more of a good goal than bad defending. But like, I feel like better defenders will just get out to him. If you know Sanchez yeah, is very, yeah. you know, very nimble, so you just get out to him a lot quicker. Um, but then, yeah, after that, um, I think the game sort of drifted. Second half came, and I think um, who won the pen? Someone won the pen. Saka. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Saka played well. To be fair, I'll give mm-hmm. him that. Saka I mean, played well. Man of the games. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man of the match. Very, very, very good um, performance when when he when he played. Um, and then, yeah, I think Calvert-Lewin scored a pen. Um, yeah, 3-0. Um, probably deserved a bit more. But, yeah, standard game, really. Okay. And then um, I think in and around that time as well, I think on the same day or day before, Scotland um, finally qualified for the Euros as well. Um, after yeah. How many years was that? 20 or 20? 22 years. 22, 22 years, I was man. gassing them. You know what? They got on the right team, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll do okay. <laughs> what, Mick Sauce, yeah? And <laughs> <laughs> running, running the show in midfield. Mick Sauce, my guy, come on. <laughs> no, he plays back three, you know, for Scotland. He plays in the back three, it's weird. Um, and the, but That's where he like, belongs, man. That's where he belongs. <laughs> All right, His man. level, his level. All right, man. What, playing, why are you, well, not, why are you not moving like a, a back three? Back three. Like, you like a digression. <laughs> it like he is, though. He can't get into the, he can't, he can't get into the midfield or not? No, he's, bro, he's, he's, been, he's been local in our midfield, obviously. They haven't exactly, well, that's but... the point, man. That's okay, the point. Man. All right, all right, all right. But yeah. McGinn ran him at the ends, you know. 
<laughs> Are we talking about beginning running anyone out the ends after the last performance he had at the Emirates? <laughs> Come on, my guy. Come on, my guy. Hey, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, man, I'm still rattled off that one. Allow me. <laughs> yeah, congratulations to Captain Fantastic over there, um, Robertson, um, and obviously McSauce, McGinn. Who else is in that Scotland team? That's in Tierney. Who? Tierney. Tierney. Matt Bernie as well, man. Matt All them marks. Oliver Burke is he? Is he a starter there as well? Yeah, yeah. He, play, he plays. He plays. Um, the, the penalty shot was quite good, to be fair. Um, I think they Mitrovic, missed. A, Mitrovic missed in. I saw yeah, it. He missed. I saw it. Well, fool. He's always missing penalties. I don't get it. These Fulham um, dunnies, man. You know, you know, buzzing to see them. I think the first game Scotland have in the Euros is England, isn't it? I'm pretty oh sure yeah, they're already done the groups tonight, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. England at, at Wembley. So that oh yeah, because this Euros in. is like in different countries. Different countries, yeah. Uh, but I don't think I don't think that's going to be able to go forward though, isn't it? They're probably going to have to change that uh, due to COVID. Yeah, yeah depends, probably keep it depends where we at, man. I'm hearing vaccines yeah, are, are local. Ninety five percent though, ninety five percent. I don't know it's about that. More than enough, my G. People are suffering. People yeah, we are can see enough. the people that are gonna take that team. <laughs> <laughs> but also, also on the same day, France lost two 0 against Finland as well. Disaster class from PP Stephen. Bro, bro, you know, <laughs> nah, let my guy live, man. What the hell? Like he, he, he was uh, playing with like inspire... another ten other people, you know. Could they inspire against against the Vikings now? Not to be fair, I didn't watch the, the game, but I heard they smelt. I heard it was a very, very yeah. They, they start. They, 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 they honestly didn't play well. I mean, Paul Pogba was the only household name, I guess, for minutes. He was, he was, um, he was the only one playing. Oh really? Um, but yeah, but genuinely speaking, like um, um, they put out a weak, should I say, weak team? But they put out debutants as well, and the two debutants scored on the day. Uh, pretty good goals as well. So. Yeah, there was not much to talk about in the game. Just France were really poor. Mm. And then um, they redeemed themselves um, against Portugal. Yeah. Right? Um, one nil yeah. win? one nil win. Um, yeah, was a, it, you called that one? It was a great, it was a great game, man. Go it on. was just end-to-end, just, end, just, <laughs> just attacks after attacks. I mean, obviously... Uh, Anthony Martial got the start. Uh, I, was like, I was just waiting. <laughs> I was just waiting. How could he miss three well, chances? I'm gonna keep though. it. I'm gonna keep it 100. Like he had like what three or four shots on target, and mm-hmm. he he should have scored at least one. There was a header from about two yards out that it went off the bar. A very questionable finishing, but again, it was probably like I'm not I'm not a big fan of international games. I'm not gonna lie, but it's one of the best international games I've seen for a while. Yeah. He had he had um uh like the four. Of Jao Felix, uh, Bernardo Silva, Bruno Fernandez, Bruno Fernandez, and CR7 um, up top for Portugal, man. So yeah, it was it was a great game, attacking football end to end. It was a um, slide, slide, the Shams masterclass, you know. Genuinely, that's his level. That's his level, Yo, though. Yeah, that's a that's a the Shams masterclass because He's a in the perfect. first half, yeah, it, it was like a a diamond of like Conte at the base of it, um, and then in the second half, it kind of switched him and PP about and let Conte roam. And then in the end, Kante is the one who got in the end and finished Shout off. Shout out Kante, um, by the way. That was box, mammoth so. performance. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like He's uh, back now, man. I just, I just wanna... better, but... Where did he go, bro? Nah, bro, he was like... He disappeared he was for a season or so. Yeah. Yeah. He was gone for a minute. Where do you guys see um, Portugal in terms yeah. of for Euros, but also Top for three. the World Cup? Top three, top three, top three, top three for Euros. Nah, not yeah, because of me. For Euros, I'm, look, yeah. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the eleven. Yeah, so they started with Joao Cancelo, Jose Fonte, Cold. um Diaz, Rafael Guerrero, P- Rio Patricio, 
Uh, that's their back five. And then yeah. midfield, Pereira, William Carvalho, Bruno Davis. Fernandes, Ronaldo, Joao Felix, Bernardo Silva. And they brought and still on Diogo. Couple man come off the bench. Quincao, they brought on Moutinho. Neto. 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 Still, still Neves. Neves. Neves on the bench. One off game, Louis they could be anyone. Some... It's, Aye, bro. Yeah, it's one of those ones where uh, they've just got so much quality, but they yeah. have to get it right on the day, in it, man. Because it could just be like a too many cooks board or broth sort of thing. There's so many options. But I think this is their best the chance, ever, man. Yeah. Definitely. I, this is I, like, I like their team more than Belgium <sighs> team, to be honest. Yeah, 100%, oh, man. man. 100%. Thanks. This is the last dance for, man, for CR7. They've got a bit of everything, I've been, I've been looking at your tweets here, the last dance for that. I'm thinking, right, it might happen. Nah, because nah, you, know, you know what, bro? Like, obviously, Bruno Bruno is obviously kicking ball in it, man. I'm liking I'm liking it to LeBron and AD in there. Let, let AD do the heavy lifting. Let Bruno do the heavy lifting. And let Ronaldo close. You understand? It's coming together, isn't it, man? But if I speak in anyway, man. The World Cup is too far for them, I think. Just because of... Because of CR7, I think it's too far. But, but Euros, I think they, got a they might be my favourite. The they might time. be my favourite. They might be my favourite. Bro, the, the World Cups, bro, the World Cups in 22. Two years, it's two years. Nah, but Ronaldo, oh, really? Ronaldo, 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 yeah, Ronaldo did say that'll be 21 already, man. It's 18. Ronaldo, bro, Ronaldo did say he'll, he'll make it for that. Yeah, he said no, that. He yeah. Said yeah. yeah, he says he'll make it. Bro, he'll be bro he will, man. Look at the goat, bro. No, 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 no. I'm not Bro, how old is Ibrahimovic? Ibrahimovic is 40. Dude, he's 39. You watched that France game. Look how quick Ronaldo was running. Bro, Ronaldo doesn't look old. Ronaldo will be active, man. fine, man. He's in the shape of his life, man. See you there. Okay. Ronaldo wins the World Cup, though. Jesus, signing out of everything. All right, then, all right, then I'll give it to him. Only I'll then. actually sign Only out then. of everything. My no head. one shout me. Only <laughs> then. Just be like, oh, no, nah, he had Bruno. He had Joe Felix. Yeah, they'll be telling me things. The excuses oh, my. already he been didn't, He didn't nah, play the you know, first cup game. You know Ronaldo, yeah. you know Ronaldo is not, he doesn't turn what? up in finals. You know, you know, you know that, bro. Well, he just gets his Whoa. teams there. That's the difference. Well, he gets his team there. Let's not even get into it, man. Let's not even get into it, man. Okay. And then also, Nigeria v... Who did Nigeria play? Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone. No. So, Leone, <laughs> I've got a couple of Nigerian friends in there. Not like separate from you guys, of course, the usuals, but they were at me 4 0. We're winning this. We're winning that. We've got the diaspora babies. All of that. All of that talk. 4 0. Leading 4 0. And then it eventually ended up drawing that game 4 4. Toast. I can't oh, even see it, man. I didn't, I didn't see the highlights in it, man. But uh, you don't have to I, see I, it, man. I was, just, looking, just I was looking on live scores in it. I mean, man like Alex Wobi, I think he scored a couple, getting getting some confidence. And then suddenly, 4-1, 4-2, 4-3, 4-4. Bro. Anyway, man. <laughs> you see the AFCON, AFCON, the AFCON, the AFCON thing, yeah, it's, it's, it's a madness, man. Literally anything goes, man. Even South Sudan collected three. We've been a powerhouse for a minute, man. Can't lie, man. We're just making up the numbers, like in these major tournaments. Nah, to be honest, man, you you lot you lot are doing better than like Ghana, man, in terms of like player recruitment. Yeah. Um, and then yesterday was the England v Belgium game. That was another good game internationally, man. I enjoyed that. So who wanted to dissect that? I actually watched that game as well. Um, Jack Grealish. Mate, Jack Grealish, I just have to say that Jack Grealish, yeah, yeah, he's too much. Bro, that, bring honestly. him to that Manchester United. Get him on that M2 draw. Nah, uh, that, uh, uh, let, let me let me dissect that, man. Go so on. Uh, the game started of where as soon as I seen the lineup, I was like, yep, this is a Bel- Belgium are going to win this. As soon as I seen that back three of who was it, Mings, 
Dyer and Walker. Bro, that's not going to win you anything. What anyway. kind of... Yeah, that's not going to win you anything. And then Bryson Henderson... In... Bro, anyway. So as the game progressed of where... You, you know Belgium. Belgium, everything through KDB. And KDB just set that tempo from early of where I think... I thought he was magnificent. And then another one, one of my boys, oi, Melu was class. He didn't yeah. score goals, but everything that needed to, to stick, it stuck. Yeah. Every time he needed to look after it, he looked after it. Every time he needed to win a header, he won it. Like honestly, it was it was almost a, a masterclass without scoring. Facts. So I think the first goal was um, what was the first goal? The oh, Tielemans of where England as, as usual. I think it was Dyer. Dyer gave it away quite cheap, middle of the park. Whilst Belgium are pressing, they nicked it. Ends up with Tielemans outside of the box. Good strike with a couple of deflections in, and you're just like oh, here we go. And then. I think just before half time, there was a free kick just on the left hand side. Perfect right foot aside of where at the beginning the free kick goes in. And I thought, oh, um, Pickford could have done better. But in the end, I think it was a, it was a good, really good free good kick. Free kick yeah. Good free kick. Um, but then it was more for me, it was how England set up of where from the beginning of Grealish, Kane, and Mount. Um, even on paper, I, I didn't think it looked right. And in the end, it worked out that way. It, it didn't look right of where they needed a runner. And then in the second half, um, Gareth Chain took Henderson off because of injury for Winks. Again, Winks and Rice, you're not winning a damn thing. Um, and then Saka came on for Chilwa in the first half. He got injured. Saka did really well when he came on as well. But then as the game went, Sancho came on. He, he was an improvement. He brought a little bit. Kane couldn't, in my opinion, didn't really get into the game. He did well, to be fair. He looked after it, but it was it was one of those of where you're waiting for a Kane piece of magic more than the side creating chances for him. And then in the end, it kind of petered out. Grealish played well of where every time you got the ball, you're like, okay, if we're going to do anything, it's through Grealish. But it was, for me, I think, the almost flattered to deceive, man. I know people got kind of excited of Grealish, but... I, to me, I don't think he created a chance. He was the best player, but he didn't really create a chance. Was he better than KDB? No. Was he better than Mertens? <laughs> Barely. Was he better than Lukaku? No. So I wouldn't say Grealish would get into that into the Belgium team. So that's the standard, in my opinion. You have to look at, are you better than who Belgium? They're the best team in the world right now by FIFA rankings. No. <laughs> About Kane's the only player that gets into that side. Everyone else. Carl like I can't agree with you, my Cap. I'm having him. I'm having him over Mertens, to be honest. Of course you are. Barely, barely, I'm having barely, him over Mertens. I'm not gonna argue that. I'm not gonna fight that. But in my opinion, it's 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 here and there. Let like, me tell you from my from my difference from my point of view. Yeah, that Grealish performance. I do agree with you in the sense of like we, we may have overly gassed it a bit, but I think that is partially because of himself as well. The way he. I was very impressed with the way he, just his mentality and the way he always asked for the ball. He was always showing for the ball. Whereas a lot of, a lot of these players in the England team, especially, were not doing that. Bro. Like just, you said. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Like, like Kenneth said, Kenneth said actually all the right things, but then he tried to kind of play it down as to say like, yeah, he wasn't really all that. When really... He was. He, he was the only. No, 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 he wasn't. He wasn't. Yes, he for, was. England. For, for England. For England. For England. For England. For England. Yeah. Sorry, for England. No, no, no. But compare the standard. This is what I'm asking you. Compare mm. the standard of who's on the opposition team. He was good, but he wasn't 
magnificent. Yeah, That's I do. I, I, I hear you because I did say I did say as well, like, yeah, you could clearly see the quality. He was good, but he kind of looked lost at this level. And I think the only the only way for him to kind of not look lost is to for him to either move from Aston Villa or be be active with this England team. But that's the thing. That's that's the thing. That's the reason why I think it, it it shouldn't be a performance that's that's overplayed because you're forgetting he's playing around players other than probably Tielemans. These are Champions League level players. Well, then Donny you shouldn't look at Don, it that Don, way. Donny you shouldn't look no, at it compared no, to the elite right, level. Just, just, like, just, 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 look just to name Brian's... a few things. Just name a few things, yeah. His stats last yet yeah, last night, yeah. 98% pass success, 76 touches, 51 ac- um, ac- accurate passes, three chances created, four dribbles completed, three shots, two key passes, one um, aerial, one, um, one, um, one recovery. And, and he also won man of the match, yeah, and the most fouled player on the pitch. Bro, that's a stellar performance, regardless of if you think that other people are better. That's a very stellar performance. And I think that is, I think a lot of the time with English players, especially, just because they're, it's almost like because they're playing for England and we know that they fly to see, to see it in general, it's almost like, oh, yeah, man, but, but you played well, well for England. You know, Bro, I'm the Greenish opposite. But you know, I'm the it. opposite. I, I like to over, I, I look at it almost objectively, but I don't care if you get overhyped by X, Y, and Z. I judge it by performance. I agree, he was good. That's about it. He was good. <laughs> I, I don't know. There doesn't need to be almost a, oh, he was brilliant because he come from that over analysis of what he was mm, good. Mm. Well, he was, he was in a two, his, his side lost two nil. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say of where? No, that's, that, that's what I'm saying stop in context. It was good. In, in context, yeah, of course, they lost. But I, don't, I personally don't think Belgium were that, even that great. I think the second half, England, the only they thing they were the missing job. was they a goal. They yeah, no, but of course they've done the job, but doing a, doing a job is different to being great. You are moving like Belgium were just far superior. They weren't. But they could have finished off the game as well. Exactly. That but, but no, but same way they could have finished exactly. off the game. England could have easily scored a couple. Easily. When? When? One. Lukaku, um, the Kane chance, when Lukaku cleared off the line. Yeah. There's another chance when Kane turned around, um, turned in the box, yeah, and I think they got a, they got a last block. minute block They in. got blocked. That's, that's just uh, off the, my head. The, the uh, Mason Mount flick to the Kane. Mason, bro, you're moving like Joe Belgian yeah. schooled them. They didn't. They, it, was a good, it was a good vintage performance. But, bro, England were in that game, and Greenish was, for me, the best player in the park. He was the one player I was looking at and thinking... Yeah, no, he is balling. Did like. you did you did you not watch the outside of the foot KDB of where he just had a wand of a right foot? Oh. That's, can we not watch KDB? that's KDB's normal not, level. I'm not looking at that thinking exactly. KDB is balling. I just think that's his point. normal level. No, no, no. But this is my point of where your 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 scale is varied by the player of what I'm looking at objectively of. No, who was the best player on the pitch? I think KDB. I, I don't care. It was KDB, but you're you're giving Grealish more credence because he plays, let's say, for Villa or smaller club. Or what no, no, no forget that. Go I didn't mention that. I didn't mention yeah, that. It's also that, that he's, it's also that he's not been getting the opportunity for England as a starter. That. No, 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 no. So, so, care. so that's that's the measure that we we can only measure it against. We're not gonna go against Kevin De Bruyne. Do you know what I mean? Wait, just, just, just add just add more context, yeah. It, the, the, the stats last night, yeah. Um, but bear in mind, um, Roberto Martinez is a, he's very much known as a possession-based football uh, football coach. Yeah, England fifty-seven, Belgium 40, 43. Goal attempts fifteen to England, seven to Belgium. Shots on goal, um, two uh, to two each. Shots off goal, six to four. So to me, I'm reading these stats thinking England just weren't finishing. They weren't finishing okay, well. Okay, you watch the game. Everything... Okay, okay, you watch the game. Yeah. Did Belgium deserve 2-0 win? Yes or no? Just yes or no? 
I don't I think, think so. they did. They were valued for 2-0. They were valued for 2-0. I, 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 I think England, I think England deserved to have get a few goals in that game, to be honest. The second half performance was very good from them. Personally. Well, that's Be- how I Belgium see it. didn't need to get out of second game in the second half. They were 2-0 up of where agree like, to, like, agree to disagree. Like, and obviously we don't well, want to like, go like, in. like Andrew said, like Andrew said, of where they could have killed the game as much as let's say Belgium could have scored. Let's say England scored. I know it's a different game where things we're talking um, hypothetically, but Belgium had another game. I don't think England had another gear. They didn't. Of where, yes, they could have scored those chances, but they couldn't have gone to another third, fourth, fifth gear. Belgium could. <laughs> Belgium okay. could have kicked it up. Um, I've got a question. Um, Jake, did you watch the game as well? Uh, I watched bits and pieces of it. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong, when you're 2-0 down, it's like 10 minutes and you're watching Eric Dyer give away <laughs> the... You're not inspired to watch a lot of it, but I did catch up. So do you do you guys or do you let me just ask you, do you think that Gareth Southgate and England should persist with this free at the back thing? No. Is it is it working no. for them? No, because the way I think he's trying to cover for his centre backs, right? So he's acknowledging at centre back we are really not as good as we want to be if we're gonna win. But what he's valuing is Kyle Walker. And I don't mm. think he's good enough to be valuing that. Like for me, I think we need to go four three three because the way it seems to be, Grealish has to be starting. You can argue his range of impact, but he has definitely come on and shown that he does something that no Eng- other England player does, mm. which he, de- he doesn't. He demands the ball. He will always come for the ball and he'll make something happen. He'll take the foul. He'll beat a man. He'll play the good pass, etc. Ken is absolutely right. We needed a runner. Don't get me wrong. I love Mason Mount, but he needs to be playing at centre mid. He can't be playing on the wings. He's not. That was very weird to me because at centre mid against Ireland, he was brilliant. So I'm thinking, keep him there. But yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. And I think this is the thing for me. If we play four three three, and he's going to play Rice and Henderson. If they're fit, he's they're playing right. Yeah. If you play that four three three, and then you suddenly decide, like five ten minutes into the game, right, this isn't working. You could drop Rice into that centre back. And then play Henderson and Mount as your two centre mids, and you can play that three four three that he obviously is favouring at the minute, because it seems to me that he thinks right this is the formation that's going to give us the best chance at the Euros, but it's not. It's did you did, did you hear that stat of where I think England have only scored one open goal in the in Nations League, one open goal. I'm not mm-hmm. surprised because it was oh. the 2018 World Cup, isn't it? Like we were all getting at, we were going crazy. But we only ever score from corners, <laughs> penalties. So I think for me, I can't. I don't want three at the back. I really don't. I think when you play four at the back, you make Trent and Chilwell, who really should be our starting fullbacks. They they make them more of a threat to me personally. You can keep Mount deeper and play these forward balls, which I've shown for Chelsea and in the game against Ireland, a bit not a great comp- great against sorry great competition. He was showing that ability to play these balls, to switch the play, to get his head up and run the midfield. And you also free up Grealish. You can play him on the left. You can play Sterling on the right. And then you can play Kane in the middle. And I think that works so much better. And it gives us more of an attacking threat. It almost pushes the opposition back. Like right now, if I'm opposition, I'm seeing that back through. Yeah, I'm say. wanting to press England because yeah. there's mistakes. 100%, in and we, 100%. Saw, we saw that. So you play that for the back. You can make Rice your central pivot where he can try and run the game a bit more. You put Henderson into a more natural position where he is for Liverpool. The same for Trent, the same for Sterling, the same for Grealish, the same for Mount, the same for Kane. You're making the whole team play a lot more natural game 
then what? Then instead of you know, um, that, yeah. we're going to force yeah. them into a three-four-three. Do, 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 three, do you know of the do you know the English players? Which which of them actually play three? Just the Arsenal boys. Yeah, but yeah, we play at times, but not like enough consistently. Like, yeah, no one plays it consistently. Yeah, but <laughs> if you think about the English, like so, centre mid-wise, you've got Mount. Henderson, Rice, you've got Winks, who plays at a free for Spurs. Don't get me wrong, I don't think any of us want Winks to go, but he is going to, more than likely. Barkley, if he keeps playing the way he is, he's probably going to go. Well, he plays in a free now for Villa. For Carvin Phillips, well free. Yeah, like this, every player in that England team, you can argue, either plays better in a forward defence or a free midfielder attack. So why mm. the hell are we forcing it at international level to change what it I think, is like yeah, I think just play progressive games. I think mm. it's just what you said earlier. Just I, he generally just doesn't touch trust his back the back the back the back two. I think, but I, how I'm looking at it though is just like you know it's, obviously it's a bit different. It's club football and and they've got world class players. But you know with Bayern, yeah, like they they don't necessarily like shut up shut. They're not like the like they concede goals and I think all throughout the Champions League run they'll concede and like they God like the goals there here. Here and there, but I think they backed their attacking player so much that it's almost like cool. You might score one, but we'll score three. And I think Gareth Southgate has to have get to that point. Entertainment where it's just like, FC, yeah. man. Entertainment just, FC. Just, you just need, but he needs to just take the risk. Like, look, okay, cool. We might concede, but our, mate, they've got probably arguably one of the best, or the, one of the best strikers in the world. Not arguably, they've got like Sancho, they've got Rashford, Sterling. Like Sterling's one of probably top three to five wingers in in the world at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, just back the attack, like. Literally, just if I like, obviously, don't go gung ho. You have to be a Sterling bit was injured, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, inj- he was ill, I think. Mm. I think he was ill, but like, okay. it's almost like you got to look at it and be like, rather than being so conservative, which England always do, and there's reason why we never prosper, just go in and uh, almost back your front five to win you games against most people. You know what's funny? But you won't when do that it. happens, you're gonna moan and say, Oh, why is he? <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. No, 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 This is this is just no, the but truth I won't. Like, maybe they're you just can't not say good it. enough to open it like how you want it to be open. I know we're saying like for their clubs, these guys are like world class players, but you know we've had we've had one of the best English teams that even failed to impress um, when it when it came to it in two thousand and two. So what makes you think these guys here are going to do any different now? Because they were like, shit tactically. They were shit tactically at that yeah. point. And but then that's, what, that's what I just mean. That like, what do you expect that's going to be different? I, if we've I, had it, appears, it appears that playing conservative doesn't work. So once you just that's my point. Like we've play, been doing it for how long? Yeah, they were <laughs> less. I think the, the problem is we know what it is. Is there isn't any there isn't any current player or current situation there is that isn't obvious to us we know what it is so yeah. i think what what we're asking is just be more positive because this yeah. this because because other other countries are playing to their strengths so just play to our strengths but Should you know attack. what's funny no no but you know what's funny about that because gareth southgate will argue two things in my opinion of way okay i got you to the semis which is the furthest any england side has been since when is it? Yeah, yeah, that's first point. And the second point, you'll argue, the last two winners of the World Cup and the Euros are two pragmatist side in yeah, France and Portugal. Yeah. That would be okay. his argument. Yeah, okay. no, yeah, the, count, the counter argument with that is that he, he got us to the semis per se, but he played a better team and lost. I mean, for me very personally, true. like, very you think true. of... Well, listen, if Kane England, passes the ball to Sterling, we... Uh, okay, let me not put that. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you look back at England under Southgate, their best performance was against Spain in the Nation League semi-final. When was it? We beat them 3-2, and we played Spain off the park. Now, don't get me wrong, it's not the best Spain side ever, but we played 4-3-3, and we played them off the park. 
Yeah. And I think like we actually wanted to go win that. I think Southgate right now is playing not to lose. Yeah, basically. He's, he's trying. He keeps on saying, do you know what? It's the performance Saving his job. Performance Probably. But, but it's weird though, because I don't get it. Euros. You're not going to sack the guy. Even if he wanted to sack Southgate right now, if you bring in a new manager, right, so he's going to survive... The, you get Mourinho. Tell to disperse in England. But, but, the, but the thing is, for, for Southgate to keep his job, he has to, for me, he has to show two things. One, is going to be very difficult. One, he has to win, which is very difficult. Two, mm-hmm. is that he has to show that he's, he's slowly but, but surely progressing England and how we play football. They play football. And I don't think he's currently hitting those two things. So if think, he's... Yeah. If he's being conservative, I think he's basically digging his own quote unquote grave. So Fox. essentially, this is just has to be like, you know what, guys, let's play to our best strength. If I go, I go. This is life. I mean, he's he's probably gonna get another job. So it is what it is. You just oh, have well. to take, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you, you can't just start with this one. Him, he, we, he did improve us to an extent, but I think yeah, he just he's, he's been very stagnant. Him. Cause like I think what I don't get with it is just that he, okay as we mentioned we, we played three at the back at the World Cup but then I remember there was a period of time I think we started playing the four and we yeah. were doing all right and then right I think we had maybe had like a few injuries and we had to play three and he's just, it's almost like all right I'll play four for like just for the fans you know just for just for uh, entertainment FC but then when it comes closer to uh, a tournament I'll just go back to the conservative approach and that's not that's just not going to work for him to be honest. Mm. Then it just depends who you're playing because if we look at it, yeah, two weeks ago when they played or whenever it was last month, sorry, uh, and he said, oh, that was a tactical masterclass from Southgate uh, in the second half and England won. None of you complained. You all said, but, yeah, but, it's a, but this it's is, a tactical but, ma- but he, masterclass. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. So but when we lose now to a better side that we know are better anyway, I agree. Like, like, why are we complaining? But this is the issue with, with how he's choosing to play. The way he's choosing to play, it's a, you have to win to justify how you play. It, like, like, this is the argument we all enough. have for Mourinho. Of yeah. Where yeah. If you play that way, you have to win. You have to. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I remember okay, after that that that, that, that. that that period of time, I'm pretty sure, even though we were saying it was a tactical masterclass, I'm pretty sure I remember Kenner even saying that the three at the back needs to go. So like, yeah. in, even though we even won, the Walker like, that we criticized yesterday in that game, he was he had a worldie of a game. So it's one of those. It's like it always goes you're down to if the you do, day. You're yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So obviously, with that L, it means that um, obviously England can't progress into the final stages of the Nations League, um, and they most probably will finish third. Um, their game tomorrow, I think, or Wednesday, um, is against Iceland. Um, I'm assuming a dub. But of course, with Southgate's England, we never know, innit? <laughs> we'll never know. Iceland as well. They, um, who did they, they lost? Um, to Denmark. No, no, no. In terms of their Euro qualification, like last minute, Sobolai. Yeah. Sobolai scored a... Hungary, wasn't it? Hungary, that's it. Yeah. That was so mad because it was, it was basically a counter-attack. Yeah. They missed a sitter and then them man just... Shoots on sight. So Buzzlai, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what doing. is that? Is that the answer, yeah, for the Arsenal? Bro, I've been telling people about my done. I've been telling people. His, his shooting tech is a mazzoline. The way he strikes his free the ball. kicks. <laughs> his free <laughs> kicks are mad. All right, man. So let's wrap it up there with the international games. Obviously, they'll be resuming again tomorrow and Wednesday, and then it's back to club football. Um, yeah, man. Bring it home. Okay, cool. 
without further ado, um, I think it was um, in last week's episode when Toast mentioned that <laughs> that this player, not only his career has digressed massively, but also his hairline. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that, those were Toast's were not mine. No agenda. Agree, boy. This was the Arsenal's fans. <laughs> um, obviously, this this player that we're about to discuss, his career literally started a decade ago when he was called to the first team by then Lyon manager Claude Puel in the 09-010 season. Um, it seemed that Lyon found their Benzema successor who left to Real Madrid um, a year earlier. Um, however, in terms of... Um, obviously, during the Benzema era, um, Lyon and Benzema, you know, I, f- I think they won the league like seven times in a row. They were always in the Champions League. Um, this was basically before the money came into PSG in it, but Leon were that team. And Gilinho then, errors. yeah, fact, Silvino, them man there. Um, so obviously, when um, you know Lacazette's time, quote unquote, um, it didn't come with much success for the club domestically, as as he only won the French league and the French Community Shield um, with them, both in 2012. But on a personal level. Uh, this player was well on his way to be, um, you know, quote-unquote, a legend for his Boyer club. Um, 129 goals in 275 appearances. It's a good return. Commendable. Uh, commendable, yeah. Um, end of 2014-2015 season, he was crowned league arm player of the year and has been in the team of the year three times. In the 14-15 season, he scored 31 goals in all competitions, 27 of those in the league. Um, and in his final season for Lyon, he scored 37 goals, all comps, 28 of those in the league. So obviously, it's safe to say that he was pretty prolific for Lyon, albeit that um, in his last season, 10 of those goals, uh, 10 of those 27 goals came from the penalty spot. Um, so with these numbers, obviously, comes your fair, fair share of admirers. And obviously, there was a verbal agreement. I don't know if you guys remember with Atletico Madrid. Um Basically, that was signed, sealed, delivered for like seasons, but um, that deal eventually fell through because Atletico Madrid were not allowed to sign any players because of Wahala. Don't I can't remember what happened. Um, Jose Mourinho and Manchester United also famously also sent scouts to watch the then Leon player, but passed on the opportunity, um, saying that his stamina, physical impact to the game, and that he's not a big game player. Um, so a month after the deal fell through with Atletico Madrid, um, he signed a five-year deal with the North with North London club Arsenal for a then club record fee, which has since been broken by Aubameyang and then obviously um, Nicolas Pepe. Um, his debut season today has been so far his most prolific at Arsenal, having scored 14 goals in 32 games. Um, but you know, stats-wise, it has gone down downhill in the seasons after that. He scored 13 in 35 appearances the following season and 10 in 30. Uh, these are just Premier League, basically, what I'm saying, not all comps. Um, he has not yet broken the 20-goal all comps for Arsenal as of yet. Um, I think he's... This is his fourth season, right? Yeah. yeah. This is his fourth season, yeah. So he has not broken the 20 goals in all competitions for Arsenal yet. Um, and his time at Arsenal is largely remembered for... Um, I would say he scored quite a few important goals for Arsenal. If if I have to be fair, like if I remember in games against Liverpool, North Derby, no? North yeah. against Spurs, Tottenham, um, obviously both games ending in a draw. But you know he he always he most of the time from what I remember from Lacazette with Arsenal, he comes up with those goals last minute equalizers or even last minute winners. 
Um, but what he also is, what what he's also remembered for is not completing four ninety minutes game, and also being largely outshone by Aubameyang, um, who is also largely deployed on the left hand side to accommodate him. Um, so in total, so far he has fifty one goals in one hundred and thirty five games um, for Arsenal, and I think trajectory wise it is slight, only slightly less than at at his time at Lyon. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is this is my question. Of course, if you didn't notice, this is the curious case of Alexander Lacazette. Um, and if if I just wanted to start at the beginning, um, Tosin, let me let me start with you. Uh, what were your ideas of Lacazette prior to the Arsenal move? And uh, did you welcome the signing at the time? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. No, this one this one is with a heavy heart, hundred percent, man. Because I think. I've been like an admirer of uh, Lacazette for a while. I'm not going to lie. I mean, oh, and that's probably why even till till today, like on, in his fourth season, not performing at his best, I'm like a, I still kind of back him. Do you know what I mean? Like Lacazette for me, the player that I remember in the couple of seasons before he signed for Arsenal was just a bagsman, man. Like somebody that was just in and around the box, had a, he had a good sh- what I remember him for him most was probably his shot power because yeah. he could just release an absolute rocket at any given time in it. And I mean, while I wouldn't claim to be like the, uh, to, to watch like Ligue 1 every week or anything like that, but every time I saw Laka in the Champions League or in the Europa, it filled me Roma. I remember one going against Roma. Yes. Bagged yes. it from outside I'm, the box. That was, um, that was the season before um, he joined yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. And uh, Leon were balling that season. I think they had um, Depay and Fekir either side of him. They would, I used to love watching Europe at them times because the goals were just flying in and mm. that goal particularly, he picked, he just, someone laid it off to him. He picked Rushed it up, it. smashed it, top bins. And I was just like, man, like this guy is a bagsman. How is nobody, how's nobody got Lacazette right now? And in that season, he obviously scored 37 goals. As you mentioned, Andy, I think for me, in the previous seasons, Arsenal had been struggling. We'd been signing like Lucas Perez's, your Joe Campbell's, your Danny Welbeck's. So in the, in the seasons prior, we signed Ozil 2014. We signed um, Sanchez 2015. So it was probably around like 2015, 2016 that Giroud out there doing nothing, punching the ground, missing chances all over the gaff. And I was thinking, man, Arsenal actually need a striker, you know? And I've had a lot of heartbreak as an Arsenal fan and, the fact that we, today, we never ever signed Cavani. The fact that we never signed Benzema. The fact that we never signed Suarez. Like, we've been toyed and dangled so many strikers. So, for me, when um, uh, around summer 2017, it became apparent that we were going to sign Lacazette. I was gassed, man. I'm not going to lie. Because, again, um, his best goal-scoring season was the season prior, you know. So, I was thinking, okay, it's all coming together now. Mm. We've, got, we've got a squad here. But, unfortunately, man, like, I don't know... I don't know what it, it is, but oh well, okay. Um, last season, you may recall on the pods in it, I was like, you know what? I've always felt as if Yang has kind of almost negatively held Alakazet back. Like me personally, even though people may say uh, Yang's played the majority of his career of Arsenal on the wing, this, that, this, that. I see them as the same position. Like, I'm sorry. Say what you want about um, Aubameyang's, Aubameyang's hold-up players, Yang's ability as a centre-forward. But for me, I saw it as you're signing the same player here. So if you're going to sign both of them, you have to play a 4-4-2. But we were moving into an era where teams rarely play two strikers. Like, like I mean, Bur- Burnley played two strikers, do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was kind of almost unheard of. So as um, as um, Aubameyang got signed uh, in, the, in January, the, the same season that Lacazette got signed, 
it kind of became apparent that it wasn't going to be, uh, I suppose, what, like a Kane and Son sort of combination. I was not really seeing them clicking together that well, to be honest. And it became apparent that Aubameyang was going to be the guy that scored the brunt of the goals. And since 2018, it has been apparent that that is, that is how it goes. And it's funny because Lacazette, when we first signed him, he's like, like I said last week, he's got such a big personality. He was such a big kind of member of the squad. I would always see him and Lacazette, him and, so him and Aubameyang, sorry, like um, in pictures and training, um, tagging each other on Instagram, even in matches, like when goals get scored, there was no love handshakes. between them. Handshakes, all of that. <laughs> but for me, I kind of almost feel as if that kind of, I, I, I don't know, it's weird because our does anyone does like, anyone does anyone disagree with t- what Toe said? I know we've discussed this um, off 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 record, but does anyone disagree in regards to what Toe said that Aubameyang that, was holding Lacazette back? Do you know, uh, as I said, oh, Andy. Uh, sorry, uh, I just wanted to say the quick one. As I said offline as well, that I just thought that you know, by us buying Aubameyang in the same season as we bought Lacazette, just showed that the manager did not feel like Lacazette was going to be the main man. To get us the goals. Tubs, that's we, that's we just my personal opinion. Four or five months after, though. So, I mean, was there even enough of a number one? Was there even enough of a time? Well, that's what I'm, number this, two, Lacazette yeah. actually had a pretty good start to his Arsenal career. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what that's what I was about to say. Lacazette actually did start off well, and but we only I'm, we went in for we went in for Aubameyang because that's the time that Sanchez left. And if you remember the start, oh, of it, yeah, yeah, you yeah. saw Aubameyang yeah. did start and he started playing down the middle for a bit. And then after a bit, Wenger did say, oh, he shifted him left wing. And then Lacazette was down the middle. That's just and, the story of Arsenal, man. But because you everyone was Sanchez also Arsenal. And you sign out Aubameyang. It's not even like for like. I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't make sense at the time. It's, it still doesn't even make sense now. What I would say from the outside in though, is I feel like when you look at the best, like when you think about the, like, the best City team, um, best like Liverpool team now with Salah, Mane, Sterling, Aguero, um, Son, Kane now. Um, and yeah, two, two attacking players, regardless if we see them like a similar or not, they, they should be able to coincide together. So I just think it's more, I don't think Aubameyang shining, uh, it's taking away from, uh, like, I just don't think it's on the level. Are any of those players you mentioned playing out of their, like, preferred position? Though? Yeah, no, 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 yeah, true, true, no, true, true. But I just but think... Like, that's not playing out of position, what? though. That's, yeah, that's, that's my point. Is is about yeah. to get yeah. I think, I think they... Is, and we, I think we forget in as well. Sorry. No, so, go on, Shalom, sorry. My apologies. If, if you go with your logic, that means that Arsenal should be doing well, then. That's Shouldn't my point. No, that's, no, this is my point. Yeah, then. I think it's more Lacazette not hitting yeah. the heights he should. That's than what I think. Abombiang yeah. taking the ball, the, the brunt of the goals off him. Mm-hmm. That's my. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. I think it's it's very easy to look at him and be like, oh, Abombiang scored first. Do you goals. remember Arsenal's Europa League run under Unai Emery? Yeah, yeah. And I think Unai and I think Unai Unai um, whenever he played them two together did play with them two up front. It wasn't like Basically. Yang on the wing and they played yeah, well if, together. If, they, if you if you remember the game against uh, Sevilla Valencia. when... Uh, or what, no, Valencia. Sevilla away. Was it, no, Valen- was it Valencia, Valencia? Valencia, Valencia, Valencia yeah. yeah. Valencia away. Valencia. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sweet. That, that link-up play that day was very good. Um, mm. And I, that's what that's what I feel like is it sort, sort of has gone downhill because at one point yeah. playing them together was not a bad thing. When they were playing together, they were playing well. Uh, Lacazette was holding up the ball. You know, you had Ozil getting involved. Um, 
I just think he's just. Do you think Laka's failing because of the system? I'm, I mean, really I mean, and truly, I, I mean, just a little bit of perspective about this on this, just FYI. Um, last year, Laka had a really, really poor form. So if you just want to kind of write it off, write that year off. And then this year, it just seems like, do you reckon it's just Laka having a really poor form or just Arsenal kind of getting better, but it's going to be growing, growing pains? I think it's Arsenal. Just, you know? I do. Just, I just think it's the system. Perspective. No, I, personally, I think it's the system. I'll tell you for why. I don't believe that a player goes from scoring 37 goals in a system that was kind of built around him mm-hmm. to, to where he is now. I think there's a lack of creativity, obviously, within but Arsenal. 30, who's that? Lacazette? He's yeah, never, he's never, been, yeah. he's never at been... At Leon. At Leon. At Leon. I know, at I know. Leon. But then, yeah. but then that, that's, that's, he's been through three managers and with Wenger, he, he, he was scoring, but he's never been a... He's no, but, no, but where he is now, plus scorer. No, he's I hear that. Don't, don't get me wrong. He's not. He's not like produced the same form at Arsenal they did at Leon. But my point is like where he is now. I think it is because of the the players around him. Uh, yeah. like, like, like when we talk about Kane and Son, on players around him, yeah, yeah. Like if you look at Kane and Son, like Kane is a provider for Son. If you look at like other players, like what um, I think who was it? Char, Char mentioned yeah. other players like Rashford and Marshall. Other players link up well. They I don't provide, think Abamyang yeah. is a that kind of player. You can see in the stats, Abamyang yeah. hasn't got like he's more than creative. ten assists like yeah, that's, in like that's two seasons. He's not creative. Yeah. No, that's not his game, and, and I think that's why I think it's difficult to compare the other players in that link up well in other in other teams. Personally, yeah. so basically, the bigger question, sorry, Tosin, is we shouldn't really be um, going on Obame. Um, I mean, Lacazette. We should be having the bigger question: What's going on with Arsenal? And are we utilizing the the, the players effectively? Yeah. Yes. So that's, nah, that's, yeah. I'm, I, I, that's I'm sorry. I can't. That's I, not fair. I can't. Yeah. yeah. I can't, but, but if you sorry, watch Saka, like, he nah, misses a me... lot of chances now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every time. Hold on, Mitch. Hold on, Mitch. Hold on. Hold on. Before we go. Before we go there. Before we go there. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Before we go there, Mitch. So, do you think in terms of lack? Do you think Lacazette's time on the pitch? Because even in that first season, um, in his most prolific season for Arsenal, he he hardly completed ninety minutes. Exactly. Um, this you can tell. You can tell that obviously every time he came off, it, it was irking him. Whether that's in his contract or not, I'm not sure. But do you think that has contributed in him kind of being down uh, tools? Down tool, yeah. Like dissatisfied with his situation at Arsenal in general. Um, I've never, I've never, it's never been that energy for me because I always feel like he's, he's always putting himself about. He's always like to chase about. Um, he's never looked unhappy at the club. But you know, you know, exactly what you're talking about. You know, when you're a player, yeah, and you know that, you know that, oh, my manager's gonna take me off sixty-seven. It's always in the back of your mind. Do you think that? I get that, but then people. People used to say the same thing about Urzil and Madrid. Exactly. But, but, yeah. but, but you get... But you kn- but that did happen at Urzil and Madrid. That did happen to But, but Urzil delivered exactly when he was playing. Urzil delivered. That's what I mean. But then Urzil understood that he was a 60-minute type of player. This, he understood this is what, that. This is what I'm saying. Like, is it... You lot are putting too much excuses for a player that... He's Facts. been given the chance. I'm asking the questions, bro. Given... Hey, hey, listen. Know, I'm know, asking the questions. Let me just finish. You lot are putting too many excuses for a player that's been in the club for four years. And has never hit 15 plus goals in the league. Mm. I'm sorry. When you come, <laughs> I mean, he has hit the... 15. He has. Oh, what, in the league? Oh, sorry. In, in the league. league. 14. Yeah, he yeah, has yeah, a yeah, 14. Walcott. 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 Theo Walcott used to get numbers like that, bro. So I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, he, he Mitch. Needs to be, like, he needs to be at a certain uh, extent. Can I just answer Andy, though, as well? 
Go don't on. forget, Chris. don't forget, this is a player that got dropped by France. He's not, it's not by... He hasn't, he, he hasn't played, he hasn't played for France. He's, he hasn't. he's, he's been an international since 2013. He's, but he's yeah, not, he's, he's not... Herman Giroud don't bag that much and he gets picked. Okay, There's like, a reason so, why the player's been dropped. Wait, but let me answer Andy's thing about his time, like his gameplay. Because like, I feel like, yes, Andy, you are right. That did contribute towards like, basically... Uh, every minute, every game when Lacazette would uh, like play, he would come off at sixty minutes when he felt when we felt like he could have contributed more to the to to us winning or goals wise, and then maybe the next game like he wouldn't start him or whatever. And I feel like later on that did knock his confidence. I, I do feel that like, at the yeah. time anyway because is- we expect, like you said, we expected him yeah to uh, be playing all all the time, but it mm. wasn't really happening like that. So that, that, could have, that could have that could have had an impact. That's not but, that's not a, I, I, I think that's an excuse, you, but Tosin go for it. I just want to say, like, I mean, because if you guys look at so Lacazette, this is his fourth season now. If you look at Lacazette, I, I find the production um wasn't probably what we probably expected when we signed him from Leon in the first two seasons, but there was actually a semblance of a very good player there still in those first yeah. two seasons. Lacazette is literally a shell of the player yeah. he, this season. Mm-hmm, do you understand? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. For me, like some people are gonna say it's a cop out. Like I get that, but like when you when you go from playing, when you go from being the number one option in Leon, you've got um, the pie next to you, you've got Fekir, you've got Valbuena, you've got Talisa, you've got creative players around you, and you're the number one option. And then you go to Arsenal, and then you play next to Aubameyang, who's another quality player, but he's not creative. Maybe Lacazette is a system player, and I'm always I've always been frustrated because I always feel as if how the hell. Did we only ever give this guy four months or four or five months at the club as the number one option? It never, ever made sense to me. And again, I felt as if he actually had a really good um, first couple of months. So understandable, fine, Sanchez left. But for me, and I'll maintain this, that Lacazette has never, ever had the opportunity to be the number one option. And I will vouch for him for those first two seasons, in it. Mm-hmm. Last season, this season, he's diabolical, man. Like, yeah. he looks overweight. And like, like watching, watching. He's, he's slow, he's slow his, as well. His videos. He's slow. He hasn't got a touch. He can't even. Yeah. He can't even score any. I remember. I remember. It's funny that it's funny that you mentioned that because I remember when he did initially touch. People did mention that even in his first season that he's put on weight. That he wanted to, you know, um, get some muscles for the Premier League, etc. But then it worked against him. He doesn't move the same, man. At yeah. Leon, you remember he was rapid. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought he was running in behind. I've never seen the pace yeah. uh, side of Andy, him. Actually, when was the Arsenal. last time you saw Lacazette running behind for Arsenal? Honestly, bro, he does. He doesn't. Ask me. The problem, the problem we have is Arsenal. We know currently this season don't create a lot of chances, but the chances we create are very good chances. Facts. So the, the, Facts. the issue, the issue which we have right now is that it, it's coming to Lacazette. Yeah. Yeah, to, yeah, I remember yeah, the chance yeah. against Leicester when he yeah. like headed it over. I was like, "What? Like, come on! That's a regardless of where you're at in terms of your confidence or not, is a header." Bro. He closed his eyes. Yeah. Tosin, Tosin, this is why I can't back your point of where Yang is almost like, let's say, stunting his growth-ish of not creating because, like, um, like Shalom said. Of where Arsenal do create chances, and it's actually better that they create high quality chances. And he gets a lot as well. A lot of uh, yeah, they fall to him. So mm. I struggle to to almost back the point of where he, he doesn't get good chances or he needs more creativity around no, him. No, he I'm gets chances. That. He gets chances. Yeah, I'm and saying I, I, that based on this season and, and the season prior, isn't it? Like yeah. The season, like the cut, the seasons before, like 
the first two seasons, it made no sense. Like his minutes, he got like 60 minutes every game and he still put up respectable numbers. If Aubameyang played 90, plays 90 minutes his whole Arsenal career, Lacazette has not been afforded that opportunity. So that, mm. for me, that plays a massive part into it as well. Has he deserved it yeah. though for you? That's in your what, opinion, what, has in he the first two it? seasons, 100%. 100% he deserved mm. That's cap. That's cap. Mm. For, that's for, actual for, caps. For, for Lacazette to be how, have, he's been, he's had, let's say, Wenger's been there. Um, Emery's been there Lumba and they've all treated him the same way they all treated him the same way so that's why I said he was never going to be the guy you've got to think about it these guys these guys see him on training day in day out they know he can't last the the 90 minutes that's why he's been taken off it's as simple as that we should all listen to um, Jose because he said it he said it he said that That physicality wise yeah he's just not it now I personally think that's what he is I didn't see it at the time to be fair I think when I watched Lacazette yeah he just he's just he just hasn't got the mould for a 20-goal Okay, I, I want to yeah. ask you, all of you guys a question then. like, Obviously, based on the numbers that we've obviously seen him put up in Leon, obviously, it's not like for like, like Leon is not nothing compared to the Premier League, I get that. But obviously, we've seen some quality players come from Ligon and smash it in the Prem, like Hazard, for example. So what would you guys put it down to? Because like Stride said, you can't go from a 37-goal man, 37 goals in 45 games in a season, to literally... Bottom barrel stuff. He, he literally can't I think buy it's a, a I think it's a mixture. What would you, of, what would you put I, it down to? I think it's a mixture uh, of different wow. things. Can wow. I can I present the question in a different way? Football is more, so, more than just physical. So obviously, Sorry. in for, for Leon, he had two hundred and seventy-five appearances, hundred and twenty-nine goals, um, and for Arsenal, he has half of those games. Li- yeah, quite literally half of those games. One hundred thirty-five games and fifty-one goals. So let's say. If he has 275 goals as well, based on the same trajectory, he would have about 102 goals for Arsenal in 275 games. So that would be like 27 goals less than what he had at Lyon. So my question is this. Um, did we expect too much from Lacazette? And was his time at Lyon as prolific as we were making it out to be? Definitely his last two seasons, yes, he bagged. But in general... The trajectory, it looks kind of the same in terms of the returns. I don't think we expected too much, man. Because of his first four seasons, though, Andy. Because of his first four seasons at Lyon, he literally scored nine goals in in mm. mate like 30 okay let me he didn't play he didn't play much no 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 i can i can i can say he, yeah. he played uh he, he had nine appearances in 2010 2011 one goal mm. 29 appearances five goals mm. um in 2012 2011 2012 2013 31 appearances this is just the league by the way and three goals so there's Twenty third, uh, basically 14. scored less than ten goals in seven. So games. exactly. So in his games. first, in his first four years, he he played, he scored less than ten goals, so and then afterwards, the numbers are a bit skewed. Yeah, but if you take his mm. peak, let's say at Leon, like it's not matching up. It's not making sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For I think sure. I'm I'm probably gonna side with the argument more that he is definitely more of a confidence player than what. Could I say? I think for me, I, I think yeah, it's more of the system, system because because Lacazette should not be a hold up player. He should just be in the box finishing. Yeah. He can't. But hold he's not up. finishing. The thing is, let's be okay. Let's move away from he's Lacazette. Let's move away from Lacazette and Arsenal now, and let's now talk about Lacazette and France <laughs> because I think this is something that we also need to be discussing. Where mm-hmm. <laughs> where I'm where I'm where I'm kind of baffled. In regards to his his not baffled, I understand it to be honest, but it shouldn't be that way. That where he just has sixteen national appearances. 
Um, and his youngers and his youngers taking his position. That's that's or crazy. even or even players that you know on on ability wise are not even better than him. Benyeda, Benyeda, bro. I think he, I think he had, he had yeah, a good... Fran, yeah, yeah, hold on, Calvin. France got a lot of attacking options, but the attacking options that Deschamps are picking, can you say that they're heads and shoulders above Lacazette? No. For what they bring. Let, no. Because Lacazette is doing himself Come on, go on, go on, go on, Calvin. I just think, for, like, look, we look at Giroud and we know mm. that in terms of, like, is he not the third highest goal scorer? We know, he he, is, like, he for is. example, at the World Cup, he didn't, he didn't score a goal, did he? Like he's not. Oh, I mean, we know he doesn't. He's not really a bagsman like that. But what he brings to the team is are, are other things that Lacazette maybe doesn't bring, and that's why. That's my point. That's what I want to get at. Mm. Why? Why can't he bring anything else other than he can't so even score the now. system? Yeah. The system <laughs> thing. Because yeah, that's he the, can't the, even the, do what he he used to do best. He can't even score. That's why. He can't even back. So what's the point yeah. of him? Yeah. Hey, get rid of him, Joe. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's, why I think, that's what that's why I think he doesn't play for France, just because he doesn't bring, bring anything. That yeah, he doesn't bring, bring anything. If he's not scoring and he's not holding the ball up, not linking the play. Do you know what's funny? Of where every weekend you hear these Arsenal fans of where they see the lineup and they're like, Oh, Lacazette's on the pitch. He don't bag get in <laughs> Then in Ketia plays you're like, ah, oh, yeah, he doesn't and he bag. Doesn't bag. <laughs> Wait, Kenna, Kenna, five, five minutes <laughs> Arsenal fans are telling you they want in Ketia, please. Who? Rich, Bro, Rich, Rich me? Kenna, you're just lying through this your teeth. This guy is just... <laughs> <laughs> you're just lying through your teeth. I can't lie, no, Mitchell's back. Was, Mitchell and Mitchell's back to, before I've seen it. Can I say something about the Nketiah thing, right? <laughs> not too long, not too long. Yeah, not too long, but Lacazette, he doesn't give me goals. He doesn't close down the defenders. So... I would rather have Nketi on the pitch who is going to pest the defenders when my striker can't score a goal. He can't, he can't score. My nine Can I just say, is he not goal. your top goal scorer in the Premier League this season? Bro, we... Like, is it? Like, yeah, he's, 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 game? he's got, he's got three, three, three out of six. But he's also missed a handful of chances, bro. Missed, I remember every, every other game I'm watching Arsenal, I'm thinking, the game bro. Against, if you remember the game against Liverpool, yeah. he had the chance Criminal. against... Allison. Even the That's Fulham criminal. goal was like a dead so, tapping. So, so basically, it comes, it comes back All to of us goes to a dead man. But is he not yeah. getting into positions to, to miss the chances? Can we not flip it and say... Yeah, yeah, you can look at it that way. How many chances are Aubameyang, is Aubameyang getting? Is he getting in positions to get these chances? That, he's getting nothing, man. When I say Maguire got more shots than Aubameyang, what's he getting? I feel like Arsenal fans... Because I remember people rubbish. Obviously, we're not trying to go away from the Lacazette conversation, but people rubbished me when I was like, "Oh, don't make make sure that Aubameyang thing isn't um, Ozil 2.0 after his contract." But bro, it's looking that way slightly. But no one really wants to talk thing. about it. Can't lie. But the, exactly. the thing is, Stephen, exactly. like the, with the Aubameyang thing, I'm not worried about Aubameyang personally because yo, let's at, not go to Aubameyang because ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's not even get into it. Uh, like, <laughs> shalom, shalom, hold on, hold on, shalom, shalom. No, nah, shalom, you're cheeky for that though. <laughs> Alba, Alba yeah. hasn't regressed in ability though. It's it, it's literally completely system based. That's the okay. that's why he's struggling. Like it's not I as if he's suddenly become a less. He's not no longer world class anymore. Like come on, man. Shalom. Yeah. So what's next for Laka? Stay at Arsenal and fight to find his form again or cut your losses? Uh, good question. I think what's next for Laka depends on how um, Ateta wants to deal with it. For me, I would have to drop um, Lacazette. You have to. You would have to have drop to. Lacazette and more or less manage it because clearly what Arsenal is looking at, Arsenal, he has what, two years left in his contract or a year? 
Um, Arsenal are looking at um, Odson Ed Odward, who from Celtic Hood, yeah, apparently Meh. they're looking to get. And I think he's mare, he's mare as well. Um, I, I think he's good, but he's not, I don't think it's what we need. Um, so in terms of Laka, I think he he has to work in his best interest because if he wants a better move from Arsenal, then he needs to show that he's he's worth that. What did that Arteta drop him though? He dropped him at one point, didn't he? When did he drop him though? Oh, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing um, no, Enketia playing at one point. Bro, if, 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 yeah. it was that one game. If you're going to start with that sentence, well, I'm pretty sure then you, you don't then. No, no, no. I think I think what, oh. what happened was he was injured and he came yeah. back from injury and Enketia stayed yeah. for two okay. more games or something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, for me, I think Arteta would need to change the formation because... Clearly, that we need our best goal scorer in chances where he can do what he does best. And our best goal scorer currently is Aubameyang, no, no Laka. And really and truly, Arteta needs to find a way to integrate or or get his um, get Laka's confidence back in back, so he so, so he can start. If not, we have to just cut our losses and sell. Because yes. what because, about the other Arsenal fans? Yes, the problem. Okay, the problem isn't that Aubameyang's not bag. Uh, sorry, that Lacazette doesn't bag enough here, yeah? because we knew from early that he doesn't bag enough. Now the reason why we're looking at him so much and scrutinising everything is because Aubameyang is not score- has hasn't been scoring like he has previous seasons. Yeah. So now you're looking, at, you're looking, you're yeah, looking no, at your actual nine. You're looking at your actual nine. Can I say something? The person, yeah, something? the person he's playing right now. Mm. I'm on can the I, fence I, about that, but go on. Um, what I'd like to say is. I know you're saying you guys are saying it's because he doesn't score. That's why um, I, you look at Lacazette. But for me, with Lacazette, it's not just the problem that he can't score. I'd 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 ex- accept that if his general play was That's actually this at is a good level, was at a good level. But his his general play is shocking. It's, it's not it's not good enough. He can't hold up the ball. He doesn't make runs to free up the space. He doesn't change. It's really little Bobby Firmino. Yo, it's, for, it's, for someone who is not an international as well, like you can argue, okay, he's tired. This guy just... He's in London turning up. He's in his story in them places. That, and that's, that's twerking twerk well. for the centre-backs. Instead of... And that's one more thing as well. He just looks tired for me. Always looks tired. It just... Like, it's I the need, hands I on the hips, man. But, the hands but, on the yeah, hips. A London me. life, boy. Yeah. <laughs> With that hairline, yeah. like, he does. He does a madness every day. Yeah. <laughs> He's dripping, boy. Too drippy. Yeah. yeah so, um, uh, the other Arsenal fans, in your opinion, what's next for Lacquer? For me, man, we gotta just ride out the contract, get him his gun, must go bag, and send him on his way, man. <laughs> it's like, I mean, like I said then, like, he's been here four seasons now. We've given him everything. And Mitch Mitch said it perfectly, man. Like, if you're not bagging, which is like, you're the centre forward, you're number nine, it's your job to bag. If you're not bagging, you have to bring something else, man. You've got to be getting them, you've got to be getting more, uh, double figure assists. You've got to be feeding Aubameyang, who is bagging. You've got to be contributing. You've got to be bringing the midfield into play. He's not doing any of that. There was a goal earlier on this season. Was it the end? No, it was the end of last season, sorry. I think Shaka scored. Um, Shaka was in Lacazette's position on like a counter. That doesn't make any sense. Like Shaka can't even run. Shaka can barely, he can barely get into his own position, let alone get into the box. So, man, like... There was one chance like that your losses, like, last two weeks, actually, yeah. So, what's next? What's next for Lacazette? Um, I think we should just try and... I mean, as Shalom said, um, I, I don't know if we're going to be able to cash in on him for anything right now. We should have done that this summer, which was on the cards... 
but I don't know why it didn't happen with, with Atletico. Uh, no, no, in terms of Atletico, Atletico uh, were interested uh, in taking yeah. him off us, but yeah, I don't know what what, what happened with that. But uh, actually, it was Roma, Roma came with a bid, but it fell short of Arsenal's valuation, so Arsenal didn't sell. Okay. Yeah, so I just think yeah, it's um, this season should be his last man. If 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 nothing improves, I'm sorry, but yeah, just you play a goal, man. Yeah. Why, why is he? Have you got? Have you got any? Oh, I don't care about Lacazette. He's bored, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he's just upset because he bagged against him a couple of years ago, man. Exactly, mate. Exactly, mate. It haunts me to this day. The fact that he's that shit and he can score against us. No, um, I think going back to Toast's point earlier when he was saying that Aubameyang is holding Lacazette back. That's an interesting point of view because I actually agree with that, but in the sense of that. Aubameyang needs to be valued more. Like, I get where Tosi's completely coming from because when you've got those two guys playing together, neither one's a creator, are they? Like, mm. um, Aubameyang probably has the better technique to do so, but he should be the predator. He should be the one looking for his own shot, not setting up Lacazette. So, I don't really see, I think, for me, where... Because we've got Arteta right now, so I'm going to focus on him, not Emery or Wenger. Where... Arteta has gone, right, do you know what, we need to focus this team on Lacazette. Like, I don't see why he mm. would, because he didn't buy Lacazette, so he's not his player. The wage bill, I mean, does he really need to pl- placate him for in terms of contract? Like, he's obviously proven with Ozil and Pepe now that he's not placating these bigger players if they're not playing enough. So I'm really not seeing what Lacazette is doing that's giving him that. Like, we say, I think, what's the rule, boys, that he's doing it because he keeps him as a defensive shape. Like that's why he keeps um, Lacazette up top and about yeah, the wing. Yeah, I but, think the way, sorry, Jake, the way that formation plays, um, you need kind of like a hold-up man and um, Lacazette fits what, <laughs> doesn't, what fits that bill but isn't performing. He's the best fit right now. That's He's just a body. He's a, he we has ain't got nothing. nothing else. Yeah, that's, you know, you've, you've said it perfectly, Stevie. He's, he's on there just to be a body and, it's a shame that he's not. We're basically playing with ten, with ten men. That's what I feel. <laughs> Bro, like. the I'm system's really even killing Aubameyang because he's yeah. like he doesn't even make runs so, in behind anymore. He's literally oh, on the fire line. He's on the halfway line. Like, well, yeah, Jake. It's funny you should say that because I think what happened is at the time when we bought Laka, we probably thought, okay, this is a really good striker. We got someone good. And then Alba came onto line. We thought, oh crap, we can get a better striker. And we bought both of them. Thought actually, we kind of screwed ourselves here. Yeah, I mean, I because the way I uh, the way I see the Birmingham side is obviously a sense of opportunity, isn't it? Like he essentially wore our welcome in Dortmund, so it was available to buy. And I think when it came to at least at that point, you can't pass that up. When an opportunity presents itself, you have to take that and you make the system work. So for me, yeah, I mean, it gets. I completely get the Birmingham, and I mean, I get him on the left. Like for for my recent memory, and also which you have to correct me here, but. How long has he played on the left now for Arsenal? Is it a case of he's been left in middle? Most of the time, or, Yeah, it's been the whole the season, basically the whole last season. Yeah. So, what's the difference now from this season to last? Where is it Lacazette's complete inefficiency that's just gone down? Is it no, a case of like his no, teams, teams are blocking the pathway to like yeah, to man. Aubameyang? That's what's yeah. happening. I, I honestly speaking, I think it's is is the coaches, man. Because yeah. Unai played the same, what well, played different, and yeah. 
I think it's not for Arteta to figure out figure out how to be creative and with this team. I feel like Yang's starting point is a lot like, deeper than now than it was. He's when... never in the box. Yeah, exactly. he's never, he's never in the box. You literally never see him in the box anymore. Like, so no yeah. ball is going to go into the box because he's never there. And that t- he's always crossing. Like, we don't want him to that, cross. That Tierney over the top ball has been clocked so much. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, so... that was brilliant against Lamps and Chelsea. Yeah, like, that that well, won you the game. Just, just touching that, I think. This exact formation, you lot will pick up a lot of points against the bigger teams because I think it, it, it got us against United because Yang was dropping into that little, you know, that little pocket. And obviously the bigger teams have a higher line. So I think it's a good setup against your Chelsea's United. Obviously they, you didn't win against Liverpool, but I think against City, it will probably work out long term. But I think they, he needs to find a way of playing him further up the pitch with the teams he that just, aren't going to push He just needs to be more positive when we're yeah. at home, as people yeah, yeah. said um, last week. Just be more positive. But um, in in that being positive, Lacazette just needs to be benched. And <laughs> my, my final think, point. No, no, no. That, that is us being positive. I think Arteta definitely needs to bury it up because I think the way I see Arsenal now is so, is solid. And that's for the first time in a good decade. In you years. Say years, yeah. are solid. But... For, going forward, it's functional. That that's what it is. It's, Can you imagine? Can you actually imagine? For years, we've been complaining <laughs> that Arsenal create yeah. ch- too much chances and not good defensively, and now it's the other way around. It's just a funny thing. When you've paid seventy million for Pepe, you have paid. I know it was a while ago, but fifty million for Lacazette, another fifty-five for Aubameyang. You've given William this massive three-year deal to sign when yeah, everyone else was giving him two. You have invested enough resources to demand better offensive play. Yeah. Like when, like, like you say, you look at Arsenal. Like I look like this Chelsea side. They couldn't defend last year, and they deservedly got beat in the FA Cup. But I look at this Arsenal side now, and I go, literally, we should be beating you. We're going to struggle and, to have more than two players get double figures for the season, like in the Premier League. Mm. Like, it's got to switch up real fast. But um, look, I feel like as well, the bet with Arteta's system, we need like Pacey, like front three. So Pepe's um, local, don't know. Yeah, if Pepe, Aubameyang, and Matanelli, that kind of that would be like perfect for the way that we play. Yeah, he local, is. local for twenty minutes though. You can't even get game time. <laughs> That's what. I, uh, like it's it's oh, man, Arteta is Arteta's just killing me. And another but, another point as well, like. And so, 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 sorry, Tarzan. I just, I just thought of it as well because, like, Giroud. I've never ever seen Giroud as like an out and out bagsman. I don't f- ever feel like he's ever been like a number one option that will win you like a title. Yo, he won Montpellier the league, you know. Chill, yeah, right, cool. What twenty twelve? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, he actually fine. did. Yeah, but I, I agreed. But in his Arsenal career, and his numbers were respectable. But I've always considered Lacazette was more of an out and out striker than. Giroud and Giroud's output was so much better than Lacazette's been. And why is that? Because he had creativity around him. He had an Alexis Sanchez. He had an Ozil. He had a Ramsey. He had a he had a bloody Ox. Like like a Wilshire. <laughs> and and now and now he has a Bamiyang who yes you scores. But it, to be honest, good he shot. doesn't create. Fact. He doesn't create. Yeah. He doesn't. Got William who earlier. I don't. That's think a great point. Like, right he's, now he's brilliant, man. Like and that's and it, that's why I say that. Like it, almost in a way. Abamyang being there, essentially playing the same position, has kind of held Lacazette back. Like it, it, because he's his whole career when he's had success, he's been the number one option, and players have played off him. Like he's he looked clueless now. 
So it should be a curious case of Arteta, not Lacazette, to be honest. It's, it's coming. It's coming, honestly. It's coming. Uh, that, that Arteta is coming too. I swear down. But yeah, this was the curious case of Alexander Lacazette. Um, definitely one of one of my favourite players um, prior to his Arsenal move. Um, but it hasn't worked out as we hoped, um, as the Arsenal fans at least hoped for. Um, let's head to the bar, guys. Any shots? Um, I got a shot. Well, I think it's a shot all round, man. Can't wait to have the Premier League back. Um, got a big few games coming up, including Coxspurs versus City. This is the start of City. Um, Spurs is <laughs> this basically for me? It, it's going to define if Spurs are a lot of people are saying that, you know. I'm so sad. yeah, let's have a little shot on that, boy. Come on, Pep. <laughs> I'll have a shot on the back of that man because I feel like there's a lot of a lot of man are thinking we're gonna just bend over Crumble. like yeah and it's not happening. Bust it, bust it open for Pep and them man. Yeah, yeah all, all them man. Look, I'm not. All I want to see. I'm not confident going into these games. I'm not gonna lie because I feel like the games we've won previously, they've been games we should win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's um, good. Yeah, that's good. Obviously, picking up three points. Obviously, but yeah, man, I want to take a shot for for, for Tottenham Hotspur. And like, I just hope we can come through this. Just not win every game, but unscathed. Like, I don't think we will win every game, obviously. But if we can get seven to ten points, man, um, and just stay in and around it, I still don't think we'll be title challengers. But just to keep the faith in in, in the lads, man, because we've had a good start. And yeah, all obviously, we need the prem back ASAP. So. All I want to see is three minutes in Sterling. That's all I want to hear. That's all yeah. I want to hear. But he always. I need, a, I need a draw in that game, man. Mm. Got, I got a quick. I got a quick. Uh, yeah, man. Double shot array for Arteta again, man. Like fourth shot in a row. Like we need we need a dub. I'm not joking. Like people are like, oh, Leeds are this, Leeds are that, Bielsa ball. They're 15th. We're Arsenal Football Club. We need three points on Sunday. Simple. So let's let's get the points. If we lose that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Paddy Bamford, I'm drafted him, you know. Two plays above Fulham. They're not actually that good. So I don't know why people are nervous about this game. It's a joke thing. Like this is what Arsenal's become. Going to Leeds is gonna be a difficult three points. It's a joke. Yeah. Look, just just Come do on, the man. right it's thing. A it's a difficult ground, man. Come on, man. Historically. Bro, they're 15. Don't do this. Everyone just do their job. That's all we ask. Any more shots? No. Go on, I'll take one for Bukayo Saka. Okay. Um, stepping up. Yeah, step, stepping up again on international stage. I know he's got a few haters in the podcast who shall not be mentioned, but um, yeah. yeah. I'm glad that he's um, he's stepping up and showing that, you know, he can be of value in the England side. Uh, so hopefully, you know, tomorrow he gets a start and we see what he's capable of going forward. And he can be on the plane in the summer. Nice. Well, guys, this was the episode 40 of the VAR Bar podcast. Uh, make sure you check us out. You check us out on the social media as well. And if any football-related tweets or podcast-related tweets, make sure you hashtag Bar Bar Podcast. Um, stay safe. Corona is real, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, my name is Andrew, aka Rapping Drew, and I'm out. Peace, peace, people. You guys hey, like peace. <laughs> hey, hi.